Leaping forward bionically. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another show Geek Down. I am Pat B in the house today at the studio in the... Yeah, we ain't fooling nobody. We are remote, but live and direct coming to you. We have Shayna Shay. Sup? And Manda Panda. Hi, everybody. Hey, welcome back. And today we have an awesome action-packed, fun-filled show for you. As always, we are talking about Woke. This is a new show from dude that actually lived it on Hulu. Now, Woke is an interesting show about, I don't know, I, I want to say like the black experience in America. And that sounds hokey, but it's just like some folks thought they were exempt. And then you see, hey, not all skindred are kindred. And it's an interesting breakdown. So we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Also, we're talking about the new Disney's Mulan on Disney+. Plus. This isn't the animated movie you may be familiar with. This is the live action that came out recently and has been getting a lot of buzz and you know a lot of press a lot of controversy online we'll talk about exactly why and our impressions and then also we got a nice little taste nice little tidbit of a new game from tiny build we're talking about a hell points now amanda panda gonna take point on this and tell us what was hellish about the po- I'm, I, I'm sorry I, I i thought i had something i lost it it's okay it happens sometimes <laughs> it happens Alright, no one's exempt. Ah. Alright, it's all good. Yo, we excited to jump into the material with you. Let's jump in head first and talk about Mulan. Like I mentioned, this is the live action where everyone might be familiar with after 20 plus years, uh, the animated movie has been uh, part of our, you know, cultural experience. Uh, the animated movie Mulan, which brought the story of a uh, young Asian girl who steps into the Chinese army to protect her, uh, to take the place of her father and protect her family because her father's an enfeebled old man. When the emperor decides that we have a new threat that must be, must be, you know, squashed. So every family in the empire, the, um, the dynasty, uh, needs to send one man, one capable male figure or one male figure if they don't have you know options there to fight in this new army and Mulan's father who was a soldier in his youth and you know does have the equipment does have the you know drive and will is also an old dude who's a little past his prime and he's disabled so I mean dude's in a bad way Mulan steps in his daughter which is unheard of this is not a thing we do Mm-mm, can't be doing that so it's a story of female empowerment, the story of like familiar relations, it's a story of personal pride and perseverance. And they've remade this now in a live action that uses entirely Asian actors. We don't have uh, Eddie Murphy, you know, uh, uh, cooned up as a little, a little dragon dude. And dude, I mean, we'll talk about our impressions now. I saw this movie way back when I, way back when I was a puff, when I was a wee lad of 28. <laughs> No, no, no. This came out. I was in. I was in high school. I think I was maybe fifteen. Yeah, like fourteen, fifteen. Um, so I was. St- I was still fairly young when I saw the first Mulan, and I went back and refreshed myself before we did this review and watching the new one to catch up. And I had a very different experience because I think I'm a different person now from when I was back then. Um, so did anyone else? First of all, did anyone else uh, do like me and watch the old Mulan for comparison uh, when uh, watching this new one? I didn't, but only because I, I've seen the movie fairly, like, in the last like, five years. I have kids, so they, they've watched it. Um, also, I felt like I would super hate the movie more if I'd seen the animated version first. You seen it first? You didn't see yep. it first? 
Well, no, I've seen it, but no, like I didn't want to. I didn't want to. She watched the live watch action, it. then Gosh. she would have a higher critical like thought going into the new one, okay. having it okay. all fresh in her mind is what I think she means. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, right. I, I def, I knew that I'm like, hmm, if I have all that wonderful cinematography and that wonderful atmosphere music and those beautiful like animations, if that's all in my brain when I watch this I'm gonna super hate it which I guess it didn't really matter because I hated the movie anyway Ooh. I mean so we guess we know that this is gonna be a thumbs down at the end of this talk <laughs> but anyway I want to see one time where you just like come around where it's like I thought I hated it but your arguments were so was so on point. I don't see that happening don't hold your <laughs> breath this is back. not gonna happen I have like a laundry list of things that bother me about this movie Damn, but you right. know I don't want to take up everybody's time right <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> so I so I didn't rewatch the animated before going into this movie and I think the only reason for that is it was such a paramount in my development like i remember when it came out and like i lost my dang mind yeah like, growing up a young how, asian girl in china you know i can understand right how i can feel close to home right it, it hits right here in the coccyx in the subcoccal <laughs> area of my heart yeah the coccyx um, is in the back there right it's like oh wait <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean the the the, the, the cockles Cockles of my heart, yeah. There's the cockles, yes. the, cock the coccyx. Right <laughs> it busts you right in the ass. I see, I see what's going but, on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but because it was such, it was such a paramount for me. Because I think at the time, at least for me personally, because I'm not, I'm not here to speak for you or for Shay or for anybody else. Mm. But I mean, I struggled my identity a lot, you know, because one, I'm biracial, so I live right on this line between being not black enough or too white. So like, I lived in this. I don't know where I fit. And here comes this movie where it's like, I don't know where I belong. What is my reflection showing? I'm like, I, I get it. I don't understand. Like, it, it, I hold it so dear, even though it's not exactly my story. But like, the, there's enough parallels for me and I bet people similar to my situation felt. So I already knew going into this new live action that I wasn't going to get that parallel here. here. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a Mulan movie to me. So okay. I, did, I didn't want to tarnish my expectation of what I could get from this new experience in this kind of narrative because of holding so tightly onto my nostalgia and my, my crisis of identity that I got, that I had during the time that the animated came out. So they're two very different things. I didn't want to conflate the two. And I definitely did not want to highly judge the, this newer one because I didn't want my expectation for me to be like, oh, it's exactly that. It's like, no, it absolutely isn't. And I shouldn't go in thinking it's going to surprise me because it's not. Okay, I can see that. I can get that. And it's also good to have someone who has a personal um, experience tied to watching the picture because that you, yours is a, it's a different perspective. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. All right. So, Shay, go ahead and tell us why you're hating. Tell, them, tell us why you're mad, Shay. <laughs> Oh man, where should I start? From the beginning, Shay. <laughs> no, Terry, well, you know it. Start from the end and bring us all right. the way. Actually, okay. yeah. Yo, let me let me, let me okay. see how that plays out. All right, I hated the ending. <laughs> I hated her wink, wink, girl boss, nudge, nudge to the camera. I really, really hated that. Um, <laughs> I hated. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm like, yep. 
Me too. No, we, we, we with you. We with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I hated the um them re the the second offer of the emperor because I felt like it totally missed the point of the ending of the original movie. I hate that it makes me nostalgic for all the cultural eras that are in the first Mulan movie. The cultural eras <laughs> you wanted? Well, in the animated one, there's a little bit of mixing of um, Chinese, Japanese, and a little bit of like Korean art style in there. And like, if you, it's one, it's one of those things you won't know until somebody pointed it out. And I, somebody pointed it out, and I was like, oh snap, that isn't Chinese. <laughs> um, but it doesn't really bother the story. You only notice if you know the difference between those three things in the first place. Um, but, oh man, this this doesn't seem to know. Like, it wants to be historically accurate, but doesn't seem to know what dynasty it's supposed to be in. It, it They made up. It, I mean, at least they fixed the whole thing as the Huns being the enemy because most Chinese people are Hun Chinese. So that was probably a little weird when the first one came out. Um, <laughs> trying to say the, you're trying to say the Mongols? Weren't, weren't, you know, uh, weren't tanned up in China? I mean, most Chinese people are Hun. Like, now. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean well, I'm not, I'm not going to dispute that. It's a historical fact. <laughs> but it doesn't really even matter. Like, but this movie, this movie, I hate that the costuming isn't very um, good. I don't the fact that the army wears red makes no sense chinese people don't always wear red all the time please get off that stereotype um and the cgi is so ugly and it looks so bad and it could have been like a house of flying daggers kind of situation and it is not pleasant to look that's the thing i got to dispute you there i actually thought for the type of movie this was that the cg looked pretty good the only Mm -hmm. one the only Mm -hmm. only part that i had beef with was at the very beginning when we're supposed to see uh her martial arts abilities at the start that felt a little that felt a little that was yeah that felt a little um crouching tiger to me where she's uh doing the whole i can i can float and fly but i can still like kick down uh you know stone wall and i'm like y'all are all over the place let's 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 find find an avenue and go with it and i thought it got better as we watched you know especially in the um they redid a couple of uh choice of uh, of, of choice scenes from the animated movie and i and i i, I won't like review by comparison I'm not, I'm not trying to do that but a couple of the scenes that we've seen play out and they did those same scenes differently i thought that the cg in those carried over very well where it's like you watch the animated version and you're like if they're gonna do this scene in live action there is no way to make that look realistic and by uh, tweaking the writing a bit, they made those same scenes happen with realistic looking action yeah, that the CG I thought worked for. I thought the CG was a lot better than I thought it could be, you know? Oh, but the fu- but how about the fight choreography is bad though? Like it does like the CGI could have been okay, but it's not honest. Like, here's the thing, like when you see that beginning scene when she's falling off the um roof, like that CG cut like CG body double that they put in there, like for her landing, is ugly. Like you mad because the dummy don't look realistic. No, it looks ugly. <laughs> and considering they want people to spend like thirty bucks a pop to rent. Oh, don't this even movie, get me started on the fact that they're like, um, yeah, we no, want you to pay for this. No, it needs to be better. Sorry. Like I, I've watched enough like um Chinese and Hong Kong cinema to 
to see that kind of thing done so well, so right, and on a tight ass budget. So, like, it doesn't compare, like, at all. Like, if you were going to go that way, then you, Disney being a billion dollar company, should have done better. Also, it reeks of a whole bunch of white guys what they think Asian people sound like. All the dialogue. Uh, Well, hold on. This was, hold hold on. This was like. Oh, shots fired, Shay. Shots fired. Yeah, this was Asian actors out the walls. Wait, wait, wait. But were there Asian writers? Were there Asian writers, Asian producers, the people who did like what you call it, content oversight? Any of those people Asian? Because I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't matter if you put an Asian face on the words, if the words don't come from Asian people, if it doesn't come from people with an understanding of the culture and how they move in the history. And this movie screams of not understanding what that story means to like millions of Chinese people. Like this story is like their version of like Cinderella. This is what they tell their children. Like this is history to them. So is Mulan a traditional traditional Chinese tale? It is. I mean, I care to jump in because I thought even with the animated one that we got so many years ago, that there was there were some points of contention with the animated too. Yeah, hair cutting. Like yeah, because it wouldn't have been necessary. Women, men grew their hair long as women did but, so- but i'm just saying that those those who lived authentically were like that would not have necessarily happened but those asian americans that lived in america who live in like their kind of diaspora the way that like black people do with people well yeah people definitely america, like they had a different feel to that so like i think there there's going to be contention across the board regardless because it's subjective but definitely. Um, but i could i I completely agree with you, Shay. Like, you know, I think that's something that we as women feel a lot of the times in a lot of movies and stuff when you got, you definitely can tell a white dude wrote this lady because yeah, wrote she this lady like, like a dude. Girl. Right. She don't sound like a lady. She or sounds what like dudes a dude. want women Ladies to sound like. like it's just, yeah. Like, yeah. so like that, like, this is what I, this is why people say, are talking about like, you know, diversity on both sides of the lens because sometimes you just don't get it right like if it's not your story and what's weird is that disney went all out of their way to get like this um oceanic brain trust together for when they made moana to make sure that they were you know sensitive about the um stories that they were using but they didn't do it here for an even larger people like i I'm very confused. Like they wanted to work the Chinese. It just wasn't. It just wasn't in their billion-dollar budget this year. I don't understand. Like this was a very expensive movie to make. That's the other thing. This is too much on the special effects. They couldn't. They couldn't couldn't buy the brain trust for this because of those killer CGs. Because there aren't um, Chinese historians or like because these people don't exist. Like this is all I'm asking. Like. Hold on a second. Now, hold on. Let let a let a Western cishet male step in here real quick. I loved this movie, and let me tell you why. Of course you did. It it finally put everyone in their place. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Can I say something about Mulan? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let let him have it. Let him have it. Before before we start getting letters, before we start getting letters (laughs) and and, and all types of yeah, no. But now, for real though, do we have a PO box? I thought that um, despite it having a lot of issues with the historical accuracy and the representation, um, and you're right, I'm not the target audience to uh, really take in and 
identify with the story of a, a young girl stepping out of her assumed uh, role, societal role. But as a picture itself, I thought that this went um, in, I guess, a, a, a more progressive direction with uh, telling this story than the animated... I don't think it really did, yeah. though. I think it did in the casting of Asian actors and at least the attempt of getting that representation on screen visible. Now, you Okay, I'm, I'm glad I didn't, they didn't, I didn't get people in who, yellow face. I mean... This well, is no, I didn't look into who wrote the script. <laughs> like, and I, I think I think you might be right. That that lack of representation uh, is, def is definitely something that would hurt the film. But the only real sin that I saw uh, like movie wise is a lot of it felt like stunt casting a lot of it felt like their oh, so overcompensation much. this is okay we denied you in the past and you know we may have uh, had our faux pas this is like the substitute teacher trying to prove to the new kid to the kids in school that they're hey, cool, cool right <laughs> you know, yeah so it's oh, like only you, got, you got these so Asian actors, you know right <laughs> they're in the role and stuff right and it's why you have uh, you have uh, you know Jet Li you got um, uh, Ming Na for like this ill ridiculous like second. less than three second cameo um yeah and jelly and donnie yang and there's a yeah, couple and, other and, really and they're in like the dude and who plays Mulan's they... dad is really famous i'm sorry, I'm sorry? the dude who plays Mulan's dad is really famous and i can't mm. think of his name right now <laughs> yeah i didn't have time to bring up the cast list i can do that on the side here real quick but it's 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 lacking a lot of um it's lacking a lot of i i, I want to say heart uh, uh yeah, I, fortitude is the, is the word that keeps coming to mind. And that's not what I'm trying to uh, what I'm trying to convey. I'm trying to say that it's it, you, it, it, it had these actors in hmm? heart, heart, authenticity, <laughs> genuinity. Um, I think authenticity is probably the closest. It it has these actors in there almost as hey, look, you wanted Asians, we got you Asians. Like I mean, yeah, that's, that's not exactly really how it feels. what we were asking yeah. for. We were asking for representation. It's like, hey guys, come be on set. We need we need Asians for this movie. Yeah, yeah. like and it's like I thought they made, not... I thought they made a decent movie, but they were trying to make a decent movie without taking into account what uh, what what that that this is more than a movie to a lot of people, you know. They're like we're gonna yeah. okay, we're gonna we're gonna make a decent picture and put it out and charge folks money for it. It's like okay, cool, but y'all didn't make you know uh, Fast and Furious eight. You know y'all made. Are we, are we at like nine ten now? Like, we are. I was, I was trying to. I was trying to pick a random. <laughs> no, I, no, I was, no, okay, no. Okay, eight this, was this, the this last is, one. I think we're at nine. Nine. All right. What I'm what I'm what I'm getting at is um this isn't uh another just another and a random um film line. You know, this is a uh, this is a movie that people will identify with. This is a story that people want to hear because it's not just them paying a ticket to see uh, entertainment on screen for two hours. This is something that culturally folks will identify with. This is something that people have fond memories with that they're carrying into this production. You know, and if they just wanted to make a movie to show, hey, we're not opposed to hiring uh, people of other ethnicities besides white. You see, we did this. It's like, hmm. No, 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 you're, no, you're, you're it's, it's like you're hearing without understanding because that's the thing there are there are how many how many scripts by by non-white uh, 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 writers uh, producers uh, were, were brought to Disney that they rejected outright yet that when they thought okay we uh, were being um, bashed in the media for being uh, the lily white company that we pretty much are. are so we need a property that will show that we're not um do we 
accept one of these scripts that may be good that we just kind of stiff arm for whatever reason, you know, ah, it's not going to appeal to enough white people across the world, you see. Um, or do we just take what in our minds is the token Asian script that we have that was successful and then just do a, do a new version, do a gritty reboot, do an, uh, do an upgrade, whatever you want to call it. And I think that's what they did. So as a movie, mm-hmm. this was very pretty. As a performance from these actors that have proven that they can act, yeah, they acted well. You know, they didn't throw in the dragon. We don't have Eddie Murphy, you know, being all goofy and shit and stuff. I mean, some but people like Eddie Murphy. But I think this was the wrong... I, I thought he was corny. But that's, that's neither here nor there. That's not this movie. For this movie, I thought that as a movie, it was good. As a cultural uh, representation of how Disney is... I don't know. Friggin' how Disney is woke. It's it's they, 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 it's, it's it's a ball drop. Woke Disney. Oh, um, what's that thing? That's not. I mean, oh, I, I, I would. I think I would step in and say that I feel like, like, the people who got in the room and said, "Okay, what type of focal lens are we going to put on this movie?" Because we have to kind of make this relatable to what's hip and trendy now, while also kind of pandering to the nostalgia people out there who are clearly going to be looking at this for those bits of nostalgia that they've loved for years. But how do we make it? new but also not new and i mean i know superhero movies are were slash are kind of the thing right now and i kind of did i strongly dislike rather that they kind of put this like marvelly superhero focal yeah. on here like the the story was strong enough when it was animated i don't know why we had to go and make her the chosen one make her so full of chi make Make it so that her the crisis of her identity wasn't that she didn't know where she was. She was just constantly being put into a box. Hey, amazing lady who could do all these great things and people should actually like be in awe of you. You should be ashamed of that thing that makes you so unique and you should swallow it down and never show who you are because people don't want to know who you are. Ever. Like you can't it's, be showing it's, talent it's, all it's, it's shameful. That's not how you get a husband. It is it is shameful how much chi you got. Like, no man is going to want you because he's going to have less chi than you. So, like, you got to dumb down your chi. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, lady. No, you don't dumb down. And, I mean, I know that's where the whole, like, boss lady is then like, haha, I don't care no more. I'm going to carry these water buckets like a boss I hate because that I am. <laughs> like, like I was I was so mad because, one, I can't do that. That Those are heavy-ass, heavy buckets. Like, well, I can't you do that. Well, no, you don't, you don't have that wet-ass chi. That's, that's right. how it goes. Like, I, 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 I eat the water woo. Nice. Right. I just think them that moment was so much more effective in the animated movie. I like agree. her showing her ingenuity and and that's what makes her a better warrior. That and that's the thing, like that's why I don't really like the story very much because both the animated movie and the original Tale of Mulan, like it's about an ordinary girl who becomes extraordinary because of extreme because of a situation where she's rising and rising to, to the occasion. Planet. Right. And now exactly. they're like, like, oh, she's faded. She just has all this cheese. Yeah, those in one storyline. Like they, they really diminished everything that I think the the original animated movie did, and showcased. Yeah. This was yeah. really, this was really kind of a step back. And granted, do I like that we've got Asian actors playing Asian roles? Absolutely, a hundred percent. I strongly dislike when when you don't because that's a big that's a big button issue for me. But at the same time, like the heart like like we talked about earlier like a lot of that is missing from this like they could have this could have easily been named anything else and it would have been an okay movie 
but you put a name, you put Mulan on here with this expectation that it's gonna resonate with people the way that the, and you were, you were walking into a failure. Like, oh, I don't, like, and I don't, and I, and I can't imagine that they weren't all sitting around the table, like, well, we're gonna put this out. We think this is gonna work. They and were like, just looking to make money. Like, like this is I, a cash grab. I, I want to. I wish I could have been a fly in that room for like that one person who deep down there got the like, this is not gonna work. Like that you one. You want me to per- fly in that room so you can vomit on these people? That's what's going on there. I no, mean, that's no. Too. I literally just kind of want to. I I really wish that like you could hear the thought process, like how things get birthed, because I think that process is really interesting. And because I'm not a part of it, that's why I think it's interesting. And I bet it's actually really not. I'm romanticizing it in my mind, most likely. Yes, you are. <laughs> I imagine just like uh, sorry, one I've loud never, I've never heard anyone like really, really have the have the desire. I I, I wish I could be in that script meeting. That, hey, that, I that, do that, actually. That goes, I do. I do. Eight I do hours to, to know what happens. Three paragraphs. Like, how did you think this was a good idea? Like, I just, I just want to see the scoreboard where they're like, like you see all these storyboard pictures of like, hey. What if she has like a magical orb at the start and then at the very end, she still has that magical bubble around her and there's no real growth because there was no real challenge for her ever. She was never in any real danger of failure. This is what was, this is exactly what I thought as we got to the end to the climax in the third act and I'm like I don't care because I don't think anything will happen to her there's no there's no armor be too thick (laughs) so so you trying to so you trying to say this would have been a better movie for you if by the end Mulan had been through war had lost had lost you know an arm and and like you know came through with like here's here's where I think no but they accomplished it in the first movie let let, 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 let Amanda get it out here's here's what I think would have made this work yeah. Now, her having chi from the beginning, I can I can get over that. I think it would have been great if her parents had never fully discussed to her what that meant, and then she had to learn how to harness it, and then used it in the final third, ascending to her final form instead of already being at her final form and just never tapping the A button. Wait, so you want Mulan to be? You want you want Mulan? Colon the last dragon. Sorta. Sorta. Like I don't know if that'd be an entertaining story to I actually th- watch. I'm though. just saying, like, hey, like there's clearly something like if she always felt like she there was something off about her, instead of being like, You're magical and you're awesome, but you can't be magical and awesome because men won't date you because you're magical and awesome. Like, I, just, <laughs> I feel like the chi thing should never have come up. Like, why because again, it's not the way Chinese it people works, think for one. Right. It's, so it's why, how it works. But like so saying, why are why is it even here? I because they wanted to they wanted to be able to put the actress on strings and like fly her around. They needed reasons to put in flash and bang because they didn't think that the narrative as it was was strong enough to entertain people. Well, guess what? They were wrong. And we'll have words about that. But I mean, yeah. If she never had it from the beginning and we just had a regular woman, extreme circumstances, rising to the occasion, and succeeding where everyone thinks she's going to fail, I think would have resonated with audiences better than, I'm a magical being, I've always been a magical being, I'm just being a magical being, doing what a magical being does. Right. Mulan's just like, I'm a goddess, deal with it. Right! Well, Mulan, Mulan's (laughs) thing was, she was, in this at least, I got more of a dichotomy between Mulan as the, um, okay, as the magical being 
who's supposedly discovering her potential, but being ushered along by um, the witch, who is a magical being who feels maybe she's wasted her potential, or that she's discovered that even if she shows her potential to the world, she's still not getting the respect inherently that she should. Like, she works for uh, Jason Scott Lee as uh, as the leader of the Huns. Uh, she works for the Huns. They're not Huns. And he's not, 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 uh, what are they, what are they, Shana? The, uh, honestly, they made it up. What do they make up? I'm not looking at the list here. Like, they're, they're supposed to be some sort of nomadic tribe from the north, I guess. Like, my, my closest thing I can think of is that they're, they're um, thinking of, like, the steppe tribes, which, fine. But I don't, I'm not even sure they existed at the same time this story supposed to take place. But I don't know. Like, because they're his, like, it's weird because they want to act like they're historically accurate, but they can't be because it's, it's essentially a fairy tale. So it's very weird. All right. And, and, and I mean, let's just say, okay, so so it's the other witch who's working for Jason Scott also, Lee, who's, who's uh, leader, leader of the Zulu right. Nation, there, there are who's no trying witches. to take over the, 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 the Empire, Jet Li's dynasty. And he treats her like crap. The whole thing is he's supposed to be a formidable warrior, but he's relying on her magic as a pivotal part of his attack strategy. I'm like, cool, dude, if this is someone that you're working with, how are you gonna turn around and treat them like garbage? They're not- Yeah, not, see, not, their, not their part partnership makes that no sense. The, yeah, that was one of the big things about the story. I think her in the narrative doesn't make much sense. Yeah, she's such a wasted, Um, she should have been the main villain, if anything, I, I, because I it would like- I, feel like I thought they were like, gonna pull. I thought they were gonna pull a one a, a one eighty where she's working for him when he keeps disrespecting her. She turns on them, but she's still evil. So now she's the big villain. Uh, but now she's a villain to both the um, uh, the, the 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 Parliament Funkadelic group and to uh, to to the to Jet Li's dynasty. You know, like she was gonna be a yeah, third threat. And when they didn't I, do that, I feel like she was a plot flag. Hey, Mulan. You should come to this place. I'm here. Stuff happens. You should go over there. Stuff's gonna like happen little, over I would, there. I would like the movie a little. I, I feel like the movie would have been better received if her delivery was exactly like you just did it. It's like hey, because because then you get then you cast like Aubrey Plaza in the role of. <laughs> oh my! Uh, it's, it's like it's like it's, See, it's, it's just... like it's like you think you it's like it's funny but problematic. And, 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 and she's just like hey, Mulan, let's go set some stuff on fire. Hey, hey, I'm a bird. I also. I realize you're hiding your potential. You shouldn't, and I also don't believe in you. But I'm also going to sacrifice myself in bird form for you. See, now that's the movie Shana likes. Yeah, no, I didn't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like, it's like I have nothing better to do. I, I guess I should just die now. Right. <laughs> no, like. My favorite why? part of this was Donnie Yen, though. I gotta say, Donnie Yen, I thought. Uh, where I didn't like the uh, the role of the uh, general in, um, excuse me, the role of the captain, uh, because um, I don't know, he just felt too much like I'm. I start off in, in the animated Mulan. The character type is he's the main representative of the uh, capable army, and everyone else under his command is either these inept soldiers that become nept, they, they become capable, or Mulan who. Well, it is also kind of the same, but she has to prove herself. And in this she's one, she's proving herself he's... more over than the guys in the animated thing. And I think a lot of people don't clock that because, like, that's, that's, that's like that's like a main plot point, though. I mean, I think I think a few people I talk about they never really bring it up, so I just figured no one else was clocking that. And I'm like, guys, you like the symbolism of the fact that 
she's excelling where a lot of these men also have never excelled and she's doing it while hiding the fact she's a lady and jeopardizing everything that women <clears throat> at this point stand for. Like, well, there's yeah. a lot more going on here, fellas. Well, those dudes are dicks. Um, but in this, uh, the captain is replaced with Donnie Yen, and there is that same that same role with one of the other soldiers, but he's not in charge like the captain was in the animated movie. I like that they had a military, uh, like general force, and it's not the entire uh, entire um, uh, effort to save China is reliant on this one somewhat experienced captain and this ragtag band of misfits because that's just a poor strategy from the from the jump you are dooming the i mean but it's in so many movies yeah well no um, i i know and it never makes sense in any of those either day, because we love hey, underdog hey, be smirch independence day okay i love well, you some independence day love me but it is kind of this man like but it is kind of in the face like and said, Welcome it, to Earth. and he said earth with a th but somehow that's been conflated to welcome to earth with an F, but on the subject of Mulan, though, um, Donnie Yen, I thought, played an actual like military general who I thought like he, he's gonna be okay. I don't care that you can fly. We're trying to win a war here. What are you doing? And I'm like, that's how that's how he would act. Yes. Now what happens? I mean, it's hard to be mad at Donnie Yen. Donnie right, Yen yeah. is almost always the win, like because he's Donnie Yen. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't see you but uh, okay tell me if i'm wrong right when you said that you were just like he's always donnie yen and then you paused and you like looked off in the distance for a second actually i did i knew it and then like if we had uh, if we had like graphics like it would be like a graphic of donnie yen like where you're like ah. right. but okay, no there'd be a tracking shot off to the side and you would see a picture a loving picture of donnie yen on my wall with like flowers around it and there would be sparkles oh, <laughs> all right so uh as, as if we didn't know but what's the pro what's what's the verdict proper on uh, on uh, on Mulan live action, man. I'm gonna kick it over to you. Like I said, if they had named this movie anything else and never attributed it to Mulan, I probably would have been like, "This is okay." But because they were trying to bank on the nostalgia and it falls flat on its butt, it's a, it's a no for me. Uh, uh, There's not enough for me to salvage from it for me to personally like it and welcome it into my space. Okay, that's fair. Hater, Shay, yep. what do you got? <laughs> well, Hater right here. <laughs> I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like, I probably will never watch this movie again. Um, I didn't like it. It's uh, pretty much a huge thumbs down because not only did I not really enjoy it visually, it was kind of boring to me. Um, the dialogue is really bad in most of it. And I don't know what was going on with Jet Li's voice, but um, and, 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 and the whole one and a half lines that he had in this movie? Did anyone else notice how weird his voice sounded? Like he was, like he had been dubbed. I I got a uh, definite sense of you know what he sounded Something like. Something was off, yeah. Y you know the the Christian Bale Batman voice. Kinda. It felt like they were they they wanted the Emperor to sound like that, and Jet Li's voice doesn't do that. Like I I don't know. I also know Jet Li has been very it, I like I, I also know Jet Li has been very ill in the last couple of years and. Largely, he hasn't been in many movies lately, and he's pretty much retired from acting. Um, so I don't know if that affects at all. So I'm, I'm trying not to judge, but it, it did audibly sound weird. So that 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 didn't help. 
All right. I myself, I'm giving this, believe it or not, I'm giving it a thumbs up. And thumbs up with caveats because I didn't hate the movie, but I do acknowledge that there is a lot of stuff that uh, there was a lot of missteps in the production. But I do think that um, one of those, one of the biggest missteps is one of the few things that I have to, I really have to look at as to why I'm giving it a thumbs up is because they didn't think obviously that they were trying, that they were making um, this, uh, this, a movie of such cultural importance. And taking that into consideration, I look at it as just a, a, a movie itself in which this is something I would throw on if it's Saturday, you know, I'm just, I'm just flipping through stuff and I kind of just want to see uh, some cool effects and a couple of fight scenes, not really pay that much attention to the story. And this is something that would seem different. Um, I definitely think that no attention was given to the significance and relation that a lot of the audience would pay on that, which I think is definitely a low point. But I also, like, this is the first time I've seen Jason Scott Lee in a long time. It's the first time I've seen I mean, I love Lee Jason in a project Scott of this magnitude. Um, I mean, freaking Donnie Yen always giving good performances and such. A lot of actors were thrown into this uh, that took part in this project in good faith. And the thing is, I don't want to immediately chastise them because their performance wasn't good. Their performance was actually pretty good. It just wasn't a strong script movie. It just wasn't a uh, really well thought out picture in general. But it was well acted. I didn't hate the time watching it. I wasn't sitting there, Ugh, how, look, what kind of, they can't even do the lines and stuff. It wasn't even like that. Um, so it was just a middle of the road, uh, watch it once, maybe twice, uh, but not really go back to thumbs up, like a very soft thumbs up, you know, that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. I legitimately hope this does not do well so that um, Disney so, will stop making these live action remakes. Well, because you know I, what? I, you know what will be up next, care. right? If they do it, right? Princess the Frog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you call Well, you know they're already working on 101 Dalmatians. I mean, they're doing Cruella. Well, yeah, okay. They're doing that. You know what? I am actually kind of excited about their Me Pinocchio too. movie because oh, Pinocchio. of Robert Zemeckis. Pinocchio? Okay. Hmm. I did, I'm yeah, because not... Robert Zemeckis is the director I don't attached know. right Pinocchio, now. Pinocchio, I'm if he skeptical. stays, I'll watch it. Yo, I mean, Pinocchio, I think... I'm skeptical about because you know you've seen those commercials uh, with that with that with that Pinocchio puppet on like a blind date and stuff. He's got it's, it's got the ones like you don't look like your Tinder picture, and it's Pinocchio across the table like, oh yeah, that was for a photo shoot. The nose grows. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. what I figured. The, I mean, actually, back I Pinocchio mean, I actually think Shay makes makes a pretty strong point. I mean, also, I think What's Pinocchio's Pinocchio? been Pinocchio's been so far out of the conscience for a while, like the mainstream eye, that I actually think it would be great to see it reintroduced now. Yeah, actually, and I, I'm legitimately only really excited because of the director attached. Like, Robert Zemeckis doing this kind of movie seems right to me. So I'm like, so yeah, I'm like, I'm on board. I, 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 I didn't actually, know. I didn't know it was in the pipeline, but now I'm actually like, yeah. my, my um, curiosity And I, I'd probably watch the Corella one because the only Disney live action remake I really like is Maleficent. Because cause I, that and Jungle Book are the only ones that I feel like did anything new with the story. Everything else was just the same. I mean, I know most people don't tend to want like a full fleshed out, like, like when you already have like a pretty staunch or not staunch, but like a fully like a fully fledged out story. Most people are like, I don't need all the backstory, but I think 
when you have such a prominent focus on people really identifying with villains, and I mean, and I, I find myself doing this all the time, is I always find the villains far more intriguing than the hero, because no, there's clearly so many more, there's so many more things going on with them, obviously. And like, obviously their drives and their ambitions that lead them down their road are unique like snowflakes in a blizzard. And I really liked Maleficent because what a way to turn this big bad that we just know is bad. We don't know why she's bad. And then they gave us the why. You know, like, they're like, by the way, like, maybe she wasn't so bad because maybe maybe some people, Stefan, were like, dicks to her. Like, she, I mean, had, yeah. she had reasons. She right? had super reasons. Like, I, I feel like that was a bit of an um, allegory for something kind of reasons. Right. So it's kind of like, ooh, okay, I could, I'm more down with her, like, one to everything on fire for this reason alone. And it yep. kind of makes me wonder, like, ooh, what could turn Cuella into DeVille? Like, what would turn this person into this completely foreign entity? Like, also, what kind of I would, I would posit that thing. her parents naming her, naming their baby Cruel Cruella, Cruel Devil, might, might right. have a little something to do with, might have a boy, name, a boy yeah, named Cruella effect on her upbringing. Maybe. But hold on a second. Now, let, let's, let's, all right, put a pin in, pin in that for now, and we'll yeah. actually get into it when it come, when the review comes around. But Fair I'm going to get over to Amanda Panda because I want to hear your insights on Hellpoint. Okay, so so yeah, Hellpoint came out a tiny build. Um, just for a blanket statement, it's a Souls-like in space. Mm-hmm. Bottom line up front. So if you liked Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, and even Bloodborne, then you are most likely going to like the mechanics built into Hellpoint. But you also so, have to like games along the same lines as Mass Effect, as Dead Space. Right. Um, you gotta, I would say maybe even Borderlands, if you want to stretch I, it out that far. I would say that this is a this is a pleasant dance between the harsh, cruel mechanics of Souls-like and the high, intense sci-fi atmosphere and direction of like a sci-fi game, which I mean, the this these harsh, cruel mechanics in these souls likes, there's a niche for it. There are gamers out there who like to be brutally punished, like the world to be cruel, and like being able to navigate that. And I raise my hand there because I'm one of them. I love them. I am very much that person who loves to get to the point where she's ready to like throw her controller at her TV and then does it and recoups and then kicks butt later. I am very much that person. Um, I feel like and- there's like early videos of you with the Wii. And like those comments. Oh, I always had to make sure. I always had to make sure it was very much on my (laughs) hand. No lie. Like there was double times. I was like, nope, don't go anywhere because when I get mad, I will fling things. I'm like, I'm kind of like a monkey with poop. If I get mad, I'm gonna throw something. It happens. Um, (laughs) But but anyway, it hasn't happened in a long time. But anyway, it just for what's a long time? Are we talking like like two three months? Decades. It's okay. been decades Ew. since I've thrown anything at anybody. Um, but any not not feces. I just mean like a pillow or a shoe or something. But um, but like Anna I said, has so left the conversation. Okay, that's that's how that's how far <laughs> yeah, I'm still okay. so, so so this is an intense action RPG, um, and you play this creation of this very cryptic entity called the Author, and you've been created to investigate this very decrepit abandoned ish space station in um on um i think it's irid novo yeah. and, and you eventually you, get there after that long ass intro 
they got this is a brand new IP. They have to set up as much of the world as possible. So I know I, I know, don't I don't I don't peg them for that because you can't just be like, hey, you're on this thing, go explore it. But like, but why? Like you gotta give you gotta give people enough. So But there's ways to do that though. Like maybe I'm biased because like, I didn't I didn't start off with Dark Souls and such. My experience with uh, the type of action horror games were games like Devil May Cry and I mean I would I would say Castlevania, but that's like one, that's that that's that, that's too big into a very specific genre type. And two, I think Devil May Cry is closer uh to this. You wanna go Devil May Cry or maybe um uh Legacy of Kane. Uh, those type where I it's like Legacy of Kane. Like, uh, no, okay. but I played Devil May Cry though. I okay, all right. Well, Devil, I'll so. say Devil May Cry then. It's like it'll throw you into an action situation where no, I get in, learn the controls, and see what's cool about this. Learn like what I'm gonna be capable of very soon, and then have oh, a story reason. But Devil May Cry, away. Devil May Cry likes to right. They like they're like here's all your powers. You're a god. Like oh no, now you've lost all your powers and you have you've been nor nerfed. Hey, you know as well as anybody uh, that the fir- only the first taste is free. That's true. You know? You're right. Yeah. So, 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 so it's anyway. never happened to me. <laughs> you've, never, you've never been nerfed. You, you, all your godlike properties have never been stolen from you, and you're just been. No, no one has ever offered me free drugs and like. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Where, where, where'd you get drugs from? We're, we're we talking were talking. About, we were talking Reese's <laughs> and like a mix pick too. Yeah, come on, Shane. I know, oh. but you know, I had to go there. <laughs> Anyway, that was just funny. Yeah. All right. When you get into when you do get into this game, though, I do definitely have to applaud them for like going out of their way to implement. Um, like, there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of uh, uh, puzzle bonuses that actually do stuff. That's what I was yeah. really surprised about because uh, m- most of the time, hey, I found a hidden door. What does it do? Well, it takes me past one corridor, or it gives me um, a couple of extra. Uh, I don't know units of life. You know, I found a knife that I wouldn't get for another. You know. Uh, three fights or something. No, this is like, I found a, um, I because I paid attention to a pile over there that had a little glimmer of something, I was able to find a switch that activated a secret door. That secret door takes me to a ladder. That ladder takes me to a, um, takes me to uh, uh, one element that entirely changes the course of my gameplay. Yep. And it's not like I'm playing, there's the there's the main Happy Path game and then the one secret thing. There's secrets strewn all over this place that I, actually do stuff. That's what most, like, blew I my the, mind. I think the strongest element from what I played in this game is that it's all hidden in plain sight. It's mm. all there. It's just a matter of, are you brave enough to transverse areas? Mm. You know, are you are you cunning enough to get around an obstacle when it presents itself to you? Because there were a couple of times where I thought I was completely okay, and then something would just kind of show up unannounced, no RSVP, no nothing, and I'd be like, "What? Excuse, like no telegraphing?" And I mean, Wait, no. What was that? What, what was that something? Because I know, I know, I know, I know. I know part part of what you're talking about, where it's like, bam, there's a threat. But also, did you have moments like I did, where you're just randomly walking down a corridor and a dead body falls from the sky for no reason? Like I did, I didn't. I didn't have okay, I I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just like going through parts of the ship, and I'm just, like, you know, yeah, I'm I'm going along, I'm looking for, you know, is there a switch or something? Do I have to? What, what, but you know, I mean, where, like, where am I gonna go next? But you know, what do like, I have to read some next? Enemies and then that, like, and then you start encountering that like they have like a posture, like they have a. I like to call it a cadence, like a, a trajectory. I like to call it a, a, what you got in my 40 homie stance. 
you could kind of see what they're going like you have an idea of how they're going to telegraph and i actually liked that one of the things i encountered i totally i was expecting it to be far more ranged so i was like oh i've got time before it's gonna like post to charge me and it like immediately charged me and i was like not what i was expecting i was not ready to parry what the f <laughs> yeah they know, they know this ain't your hood and you're right. scared Right. So they got me a couple times that way, which I, and I appreciated the fact that I have to realize that while this is souls like, this is not souls. This ain't your daddy's souls. Okay. Like this ain't your daddy's souls. This ain't, this ain't. So you can't, you can't come in here like, you know, this house. Cause guess what? You don't. <laughs> they got dead and, bodies from, from, hanging on the ceiling and everything. So like, just be, just be, just be raining all day. So, so I mean, this this game dances between the occult and sci-fi, which are two genres that you don't often see together, because most times when you do, you get this, you get this, we don't work kind of deal. And I well, actually, it's think, hard to juxtap- it's hard to juxtapose those is. two elements, especially in a game where those two elements have to be interactive, and they can either lean too far in one direction or another. Right, and, and I actually, even- I actually thought this was kind of, I don't want to say it was completely even keel. But I wasn't like, oh, this is far more souls than, you know, um, like. Uh, far more souls than like. The, more, more. Come on, that was clever, damn it. Oh! <laughs> you, you broke me. <laughs> but, Something for that. But, but I like the fact that even though, like I said, it wasn't like a dead on, like, oh, it's equal parts this and this. Like, there were some elements that were far more sci-fi, but like, I felt it worked for what they were presenting in the narrative. Because I mean, like I said, you're being sent to figure out what happened. Um, and these events all have something to do with this thing called the merge. So you're actually trying to figure out like what caused or led the merge to happen at this place. You know, and I mean, I think the merge is obviously also kind of pinpointing the fact that we're merging genres. So like, I thought they were being kind of witty there. Good job, Tiny Build. I see what you're doing there. See it? I see it and I like it and I'm kind of about it. Um, But I mean, I often don't play a lot of games on my computer when I have a Mac. And if you are a PC owner, then you don't believe that my system is a computer. And that's okay. Everyone can have their opinions. Okay? I'm gonna superimpose. I'm gonna superimpose a Fisher Price play system over where you said that. <laughs> over over a Mac. Um, I like the fact that one, this is available for the Mac because I can play it and I did play it on my Mac mini. And I mean, I had to do some finagling cause my Mac is a little old, but I finally got it working and I enjoyed that. So I mean, if you have, you, if you have a Mac and you wanna play this, you can. And I like the fact that we're not being limited by that. So I really like what's going on here. And I mean, I. I've kind of been dabbling more in the occult stuff because I'm currently watching Lovecraft Country. So like, I like this. I like these fusions that are happening right now in our narrative media art space consumption area. So like, this really hits a lot of boxes for me. And I I definitely want to go through more of this and actually probably play this whole thing through. So right. in terms of review stuff, like I'm actually I'm gonna give it one one thumbs up because I've I'm only, I've only just started this journey. But I like I'm liking what I'm seeing, so stop jumping at me. Okay. Stop yeah. it. I know we got this two thumbs up system from. We just have the bang bang. One, 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 one. Yeah. I just like, hey. Yeah. I really but, like it, but it's one. It's one. It's okay. one. All but right. I like it. Thumbs I'm, up. I'm I'm a thumbs up as well on this. Uh, it was just like for somebody who's not 
uh, like the the hardcore staunch like Souls fan. Like we have another dude, uh, just Johnny, who used to really just dig into these games, and I feel that even he would be happy with this as an eight. But also because he's like that deeply ingrained in the gaming style and that genre is like all about the bread and butter. And for someone who's not really all about that, my thing is more platformers, more racers, more like general fighting games and and like and shooty RPGs. Um, I still jumped in and had a good time. The story didn't put me off and it was mostly because there's a game here. There's enough gamey game stuff to really let you enjoy your experience, you know? I mean, I, I the, that whole bodies falling thing, they didn't have to do that. And I'm wondering if, if, it, if it was just a glitch in mine or if it's like a thing that they programmed in where, you know, you walk a certain degree and bodies fall from the sky. It just triggers, it adds to the aesthetic. It's a nothing thing they didn't have to do, but there's a lot of nothing things they didn't have to do that make the game a better experience for this. And that's the thing. It's not just a straightforward game. You're playing souls. There's some horrifying stuff. It's dark and darker and then darker and then you die. It's just actually something that was fun to play. It was fun to explore, learn stuff and want to do more like i want to go back and play more of this and it's not even my specific game type which i know isn't isn't professional to say in a review but it's just something i want to emphasize because the game won me over that to that degree which is very surprising i mean actually i think that that's that's actually the kind of the point of the review i think that's if you if you can become presently you know pleasantly surprised by something that isn't necessarily in your wheelhouse then clearly there's something about it that may be worth exploring yeah, I think so. I think so in Hellpoint here. I'm giving Hellpoint a thumbs up. It's a game for Me Tiger too, Hill. just one. <laughs> We're giving Hell, uh, uh, Hellpoint a uh. thumbs up. It's uh, a tiny build right now. Check it out. Uh, we play it on Steam. I believe it might be ported to other uh, uh, platforms, but don't hold me to that right now. Okay, so now let's talk about Woke, the new Hulu streaming series. This is a series from um, Keith, excuse me, Keith Knight. Uh, starring Lamorne Harris as Keith Knight. Keith Knight, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you couldn't even think of a guy. No. Uh, but this is the story of Keith Knight. He's a uh, cartoonist who's basically hit it big, and his uh, his uh, his creative property, Toast and Butter, is being taken uh, in syndication. It's being uh, brought worldwide, and he's got this huge deal he's about to sign, and he's making appearances at cons. And all time, you know, the world is his oyster. It's, go it's going the man's way. And then through a series of events, being black in America, um, it all gets <laughs> taken away from him real quick. And then he's, he basically has a breakdown, starts seeing things, and just has to deal and rebuild his life and existence. And also acknowledge that just because he's success a successful black man doesn't mean he's immune to the struggles that a lot of people of color in this country face. So um, let's jump to Shay this time. Shay, you want to give us your impressions on, uh, on Woke? Honestly, Woke, I was actually kind of surprised by Woke. I wasn't sure how much I was going to like it. I thought it would, you know, I, I, I was afraid it was just going to be kind of like keepsy keepsy haha racism and then not much else <laughs> oh, going on. casual racism, whatever. <laughs> right? Oh. But I actually, despite the the main character is a mess, you feel for the level of mess he is. <laughs> And I think you could appreciate it because I think in in your in your life, if you happen to live this experience, because not everybody does, no. but if you do, like I remember, like when he finally had like that oh no moment of realization, I was like, oh, I've had one of those. Yeah, like the 
something about that that first time someone in a very visceral way reminded you you were black it's like oh Wait, i'm black shay what it's like that <laughs> yeah, that is rough um yeah i particularly was identifying with dude where it's like yo you you you're moving up to the good neighborhood now you know you still keep in touch with the peoples but you're trying to get yours in life and now you know success is coming your way got a little bit of paper and you do start it's not even that you start smelling yourself it's just that you get comfortable in the lifestyle and not necessarily that you forget uh where you stand but it's just like the rest of the world doesn't so if they just decide one day that you know way you fit a description you know that's completely out of your out, out of your control and he has that wake up call he suddenly becomes woke in that moment i my impressions of this going in especially from the trailer was going to be that um uh i don't know if y'all ever saw the movie slam i didn't see slam okay i did not see slam okay shay i'm kind of surprised actually this is a movie um it's from it's from the 90s but this is a movie starring um oh oh uh, uh, um Saul williams almost lost it but a movie starring Saul Williams, where he plays a dude who ends up getting sent to prison. You know, he's 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 a cat who he's never really been in any any trouble. He's just a comfortable black dude, you know, living his life. And it it, it literally takes like one night of like bad events to, to to turn his whole world upside down. And that comes out through the slam poetry that he just like you know starts that just starts coming out of him when he's suddenly in this bad situation because now he's woke. You know, now he's. He's got that experience where it's just like, oh, my con- my third eye is open, my consciousness, you know? Yeah. And I thought that's what this may have been, which the fact that they were pushing it as a comedy could have gone way left for me. And I'm I'm surprised, I'm very happy to say, actually, that it didn't. Because um, when you start seeing the trailer where uh, trash cans are talking to him and Sharpies are talking to him and, you know, he's... And, and they 40s. gave away a good gag. <laughs> and malt liquor is talking and malt, to him. Oh, the 40s are talking to him. Oh my gosh. I love but I love the like contextual humor of it like that they're essentially saying, "Yeah, no. We're we're cool with black people cuz essentially all um, all black people after a certain incident could see and hear us and they got to self-medicate just to do their day to day." I actually thought that, that was quite powerful. Like in a in a weird like hurty ping in my heart way. I'm like, "Ooh." Yeah. I'm like, you, Ooh, like, you, you know obviously very much like we were talking about you know writers in the room talking talking to stuff like they clearly had some strong folks in that room they're like oh no we've all had this experience we've been here let's let's bring this to the to the eye for a moment it's so almost you know, never a good experience you, you never you never reminded you're black in a good Man. way it's like I do like that how when he once he like once he had the moment of awakening and he starts seeing everything else happen in his in his neighborhood just in his general environment it's just like oh yeah the corner barbershop um damn I, I forget the dude's name it was something like Darnell it was yeah, Darnell's Darnell, yeah. yeah the corner barbershop Darnell's is all um is all like white dudes getting like waxed mustaches yeah. and such they got a proper barbershop aesthetic with like the vests and the pole I'm like i love the conspiracy yeah. aspect of that whole line where like the trash can is like he didn't move to south he's from like chicago <laughs> <laughs> you know what this means right <laughs> like it's like ooh, like it, it hits a oh, lot of no. points mm-hmm. you know and like and i've i've personally had experiences where like 
you know, like you said, like you live in this lifestyle and you get comfortable and you, you start feeling like, oh, certain things don't apply to me because of these other situations or circumstances. And then that train that ain't never late, you hear it's toot toot. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's right though. Yeah. That I like, I like the inclusion of his boy Gunther, uh, his boy Gunther played by Blake Anderson. Cause he gave a, um, like a, like a, like a different perspective where you can plainly see the dichotomy. It's not yeah. just like him. And it's like his other black friends are like, you know, welcome. It's like he has this white friend who also assumes that he's oppressed in the same way. Like he's there yeah. when he's right, there he when down. his friend is taken down by the police. And his the first thing he says was, damn, can you believe they did that to us? And it's he's like, like, oh, no. like oh boy, didn't happen to you. Sit down. Like, yeah. kiss me. Like that, that, that only I was on the ground. Not yeah. you. And that moment was wild too. He's... Yeah. I mean, I that whole that whole scene, like I think they shot that really well because I mean, I've I've personally never been in a situation where I have physically been taken down, but like the way it was shot, like all that tension, and then even in that moment of him being down, like with his friend coming forward, he's like, you could you you felt like oh no, he thinks that 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 white man's gonna get shot, and we all know he's not. Like, not gonna get shot. Like, <laughs> and he's all touching them and stuff, just like excuse me, hey, right. poking them. Like, like, and, and, but the tension is so real because like obviously in that situation like you you, you want to believe that you don't know what would happen in the situation and his general concern of dude don't touch that cop you it know doesn't, go, it doesn't apply to him and like eventually like they throw it off it's like yeah he wasn't gonna hurt me like it's like oh that's your privilege talking sir and yes, like at least when you're aware of it mm. like like there were so many places where he could be like oh no nothing like he could have just thrown it away but he acknowledges like no like I've got, I've got white protection. It's it's impenetrable. Nothing can harm me. Like it's I can literally sell armor. this. I can literally peddle my energy powder and not get arrested. Yo, this that, dude, that... this dude's selling. <laughs> this dude's selling like market, like 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 uh, 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 Kirkland brand he's, he's cocaine. Selling, he's selling organic, organic cocaine. <laughs> like freshly sourced, locally sourced cocaine. <laughs> right, and it's like he's like, and they're like, "You mean cocaine?" He's like, "It's not cocaine. It's from the coca plant. That's where cocaine comes from." Or whatever. Yeah. I like him. I like him and his boy, Mer uh, uh, his boy, um, Clovis. Uh, the yeah. other roommate, yeah. Columbus was, Columbus no, was I mean, cool because Columbus, what's up? Yeah, no, I liked him too. And I, I, I seem to say that he had like super layers. Like yeah. you thought he was one way, but you realize that he's actually a really nice person and he's actually actually a little sensitive. And like when he has his moments when he's not actively chasing tail, he, he comes correct. I like he's a he's delicate like, oh, onion. They peeled I away the layers. They peeled away like, the oh, toxic no. masculinity and they oh, found no, a sensitive thing. They you peeled won't. away the sensitive dude, and they found the nerdy gamer. They peeled away the nerdy gamer, and they found a total scumbag. And they peeled away the total scumbag, and they, st and they just kept kept going with them. I I I, 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 I think this show. I mean, I've only I've only watched a couple of episodes, so like I'm not fully you, oh, you fully through. I didn't come, come I didn't watch now. the full thing. Uh, I got I'm a ways in, but I'm not all the way. But I I I like I like the play on the you know woke as a title because mm -hmm. I like that we're we're looking at woke from so many different perspectives in this because like for most people it's like, oh being woke is a really great thing and it's like well if you've always been woke sure but becoming woke and then being barraged with all of this you know knowledge into your you know being shoved into your face and into your soul and having to accept that that's you now your rose glasses are off like 
there is no going back from this point. The point of no return is is here. There's no going back. And I, I really yeah. kind of like that they're playing around with this. Like, he's been in this world full of people who've been woke forever, and he's now he's like the last of the party. Yeah. And like, oh, and now and now the ketchup has to happen. And obviously, hilarious hilarity and sensitivities are going to ensue. Absolutely. And I really kind of like that setup. All right, hold on now, Shay. Let me ask you: Did you watch the whole the whole uh, the whole season? I did. Okay, cool. I asked yeah. that because I was about to make a point when Amanda jumped in um, that I liked how the concept of woke isn't just about him discovering oh what it's really like to be black in America. It's woke on multiple different levels, including his boy Clovis discovering um, that I can be friends with a woman platonically. And about that same woman discovering, oh yeah, lesbians can be douchebags. And oh, yeah. his boy, and his boy, oh, his boy Gunther discovering maybe my sexuality is a little more fluid than I expected. Oh wait, no, maybe it's not. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> oh, now I can't and wait. He had I to psych himself up for his first threesome. <laughs> And oh then he's like, God. he's like, oh, I've watered this my whole life. And then oh, I'm there. I get my water. Get my. They're bringing them back to my room and stuff. And suddenly my hand is on his junk. Oh, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> oh, what oh, I gonna, oh, oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I've, I've not seen that yet, but I can't wait. And I'm not, and I don't feel spoiled. So okay, no, there's there's it's a lot because I had a. Oh yeah, like I. It's funny because in real life I had a really a conversation similar to the conversation that they have about what's a threesome recently with somebody and it was really hilarious because there was some talk there was some um, really hardline masculinity involved and i'm like yeah uh, but what about hmm and they're like no i don't like that and i was like but how can you assume that women wouldn't like that yeah, and it got real weird because essentially their thought process is that, you know, all women are into penis and what you call it, but guys automatically aren't. And I'm just like, um, you're confused. I'm going to explain some things to you. And you can see the moments where his mind was like shorting out. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he, he, that, scene, that scene was perfect too because his like reaction of the, the realization real time is is perfect because the first the whole thing is i just thought i was making friends and you know we was getting high, right oh, but then so they wanted to come back here and drink so we came back here and drank and his roommates are like you you realize what's going on right they like they braided your hair you see what's happening here and he's like oh they indoctrinating you yeah and he's just like oh i've wanted this my whole life i didn't even real okay let's do it without realizing that he has to go in and actually like go through with it now and then he wasn't ready for it and then they weren't ready for it so now all of them awoke in a different way and i'm just like that is, that well, is a great way. bit of writing the woman was cool she was cool they were both like <laughs> it's always the dudes yeah i, I, I don't I, I don't want to spoil anything else for amanda that, that really was a good oh thing i'm gonna watch the rest of, of that like it's on my uh, to-do list maybe today but right. like it's just I will say, I will say the only downside of the series, I enjoyed it immensely. Obviously, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Um, the only downside for me was it felt like it told the A story like completely, like to a to in its completion, and then still had two more episodes to vamp. You know, it's an eight episode season, but it felt like they got all that out in 
uh, six and like six episodes and the last two were just kind of like, so now we're going to be a little preachy about some stuff, you know, and we're going to introduce a couple of new elements that are interesting, but not give them enough time to develop. So maybe that was baiting to come back for a season two. Maybe that I was just, that was more that. We, what's up? I assume that was more like for season two to set up the next part of like to of the, some, of something that could be another arc. Like a B plot? Yeah. Like I, I personally didn't I actually kinda like especially I, I liked the last episode personally, so I will not spoil anything and I feel like Mandy probably liked it too. Um All right, so no, I assume that's what it was for. Okay, well, I'm anxious to see uh, season two. Like, I, I am gonna jump in. It was just an entertaining time. Hulu, I think, has a has a has a, has a solid effort with this, and I'm hoping they uh, they can maintain that juice. It's a thumbs up for me. It's a thumbs up for me. It actually kind of fits. It it feels to me very similar to how I had um, my reaction to Shrill. And I don't know if either of you watched Shrill. That was on. I think it was on Hulu with uh, Aidy Bryant from SNL. No? Okay. Well, she's a big lady and like she's living in a world full of like, you know, not big ladies and like embracing bigness and herself and her confidence. And it's actually, I think it like, it has some similar beats, I think, to Woke in a way that I like. So, but yeah, thumbs up on Woke for me, even though I'm only halfway through. All right. Shay? Yeah, I I would say thumbs up for me because I like the other component of Wokeness being knowing yourself. Um, and that it that plays big over the entire um, episode because you can't know who you what you stand for till you know who you are, and that seems to be more Keith's, <laughs> Keith's journey. Like Keith. that's really hard to say with an S, by the way. It is um, Keith. Yeah, it sounds so unnatural, but right. I get it. But like, so you, um, you a thumbs up too, it sounds Yeah, I'm a thumbs up. I'll de- I would definitely watch a season two if they do it, even though Netflix has a really great history of doing a good first season of something and then I me mean, not ever getting to see it again. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll hold his open. Give one of those. All right, but we out of time, y'all. I want to thank you all for joining us for the action packed, fun filled episode. I want to thank Manda Panda. Hey, you're welcome. I want to thank my homegirl, Shay. Hey, thank you. All right, Amanda, you want to say something before we go? Yeah, I do. So if you like me hanging out here on the Geek Down, I also do my own stick. On Wednesdays, you can find my sister on Twitch. Chill community vibes there, the Wednesday wind down. You can catch me playing games on Friday on Twitch at 7 p.m. And every other Sunday, which we have one coming up this Sunday, which means you can check this out after that on any given day. Uh, Also on Twitch at 3, the Tribunal. Come check us out we're pretty cool word up what are those urls uh so uh twitch.tv slash black compat is us on twitch you can find us on practically everywhere youtube black compat facebook black compat instagram black compat like black compat everywhere like we're just there you 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 could trip on us we're we're so (laughs) visible okay but come check us out we we have fun times we're cool peeps all right good stuff and I want to remind you also, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, go to the website. We got a whole host of shows just waiting there for you. You go to geek-down.com, you can see us. Also, if you go to villains.wtf, you can see all the shows in our wonderful expanding network. 
And dude, go to the Patreon, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Throw us a couple of bucks for a cup of coffee. Go to patreon.com slash villainy, and you get all that goodness. And then we will catch you all next week, right here. Same bad time, same bad channel. Until then, we X into each other. Peace.